This podcast is sponsored by valleygivesback.org. What will you be remembered for? Name a Valley nonprofit in your estate plan and create a legacy that tells future generations what matter to you. Making a gift that costs nothing during your lifetime is easy and revocable if things change. With a planned gift, you have the power to impact the Valley forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Your action inspires others to make a difference in their own way. Remember the Valley. Ask your accountant, financial planner, or attorney about planned giving options. Plan now. Give later. Impact tomorrow. Learn more at valleygivesback.org. Hey everybody, welcome to Naval Geezing, the Valley Indies podcast. My name is Eugene Driscoll. I'm a reporter with ValleyIndy.org. Today my guest is Seymour First Selectman Kurt Miller, who appears about once a month on this podcast. Some big news is happening in Seymour uh, this week, according to the New Haven Register in a story that was published uh, Tuesday, December 4th. Demolition to begin on former Ames Adams stores in Seymour. Uh, just to put some perspective to that headline, I've lived in the Valley for, I think, 15 years in Derby, something like that, 10 to 15 years. And I never remember an Ames or Ad- what is Adams stores? It's Tritown Plaza, the long, vacant, and underutilized Tritown Plaza. Uh, some change coming this week, according to the register. I'm going to read the lead. It says Dateline Seymour, demolition to the long, vacant buildings that once housed the Ames and Adams anchor stores in the Tritown Plaza some 16 years ago is slated to begin this week. Fire Marshal Paul Wedowitz. Building Inspector Jim Baldwin and First Selectman Kurt Miller have been in contact with Plaza owner Ron Spector of Nevada. Spector on Tuesday confirmed that Ocean Trace demolition of Watertown should begin interior demolition of the buildings before, hold on, I got to scroll down over a giant recommended video, week's end. The buildings will come down over the next few weeks, according to Wedowitz. Wedowitz said demolition, and this is key, Wedowitz said demolition permits for the work were pulled Monday. As the uh, dozen or so longtime listeners of the Valley Indie podcast are aware, every time Kurt Miller comes onto our program, we ask about Tritown Plaza. Back in August, he said that the work was going to begin at some point, uh, this interior demo work to try to finally get some progress into the long vacant uh, or partly vacant or mostly vacant or anchor store vacant Tritown Plaza. Plaza. That was in August. And uh, the thing is, at least for a decade, as long as the Valley Indies been in existence, which is going to be which is going to be 10 years this coming June, 
We've heard lots of uh, promises and it's going to be any day now and false starts and nothing's happened. But it looks like Tritown Plaza, interior demo to start. Of course, at this point, it's important to point out that there is no idea, according to the register, as to what stores are going to go in there. So, but I mean, the fact that we've got some sledgehammers, do they still use sledgehammers for that interior demo walk? That, that That's news. And so I have been harassing Kurt Miller to come on the podcast. And uh, before we do the interview, or I play you the interview, this is being pre-recorded, this portion of the podcast. First, I wanted to thank our sponsor, valleygivesback.org. Please visit that website. But I wanted to quickly go over the comments I posted a link to the register, register story on the Valley Indie Facebook page and allow me to do a humble brag. In an hour, in one hour, the story was shared 43 times in an hour. So there is significant interest in this story. It has definitely gone uh, Valley viral. Uh, Hearst Corporation, please send the check to 158 Main Street, Suite 305, some of those sweet page views that are coming from Valley Indie Facebook. But let's go over what people had to say. Here are people reacting to the story. Uh, first one is from Martha Devine. The walls to the buildings that will that will remain will be braced during demolition? Doesn't sound safe to me. All right, we start off with a little uh, joke. Uh, Monique uh, Maisie or Massey, Cracker Barrel needs to go in there. Jude November, Hobby Lobby would be awesome. Sue Peters, Trader Joe's or Whole Foods should go there. And those that, those are probably the two most uh, requested businesses for Tritown Plaza. And then uh, Robin Tcats. No, that's not how you say your name. I can't believe, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I apologize. Sue Peters, Whole Foods is done building stores in Connecticut and Milford is so close. Uh, somebody else says, I would love to have either one or, let's Sue again, either one or both closer. They just have so many grocery stores that are just a few miles apart from each other here in the valley it's crazy uh, uh, janice silva i'm glad to see something being done i hope as a town we can bring some big name stores and restaurants seymour sure could use a boost fingers crossed uh, from what i heard this is robin again a chain restaurant looked at the site near walgreens and the study showed seymour does not have the demographics this came from someone that works for the developer that is uh i can confirm parts of that we had asked years ago about uh, some of these Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, Stu Leonard's, and we were told point blank that the Valley didn't have the demographics needed. We're not rich enough to bring in uh, Trader Joe's or Whole Foods. But that was 10 years ago, and I will point to the rebirth that happened at the Valley Bowl property there, where we now have a Panera and an Aldi's. That wasn't supposed to uh, be successful, and that's been wildly successful. So it can be done. This is just up the road. Uh, and it just goes on and on with people uh, Cracker Barrel Some of the, these are some of the stores uh, Arcade Kid Friendly kind of place I agree Dave & Buster just opened in Milford Indoor Skate Roller Rink uh, AC Moore Hobby Lobby Joanne Fabrics Michaels a lot of people have recommended craft stores uh, so anyway I just those are some uh, a sampling of the reactions what will go there is not uh, not known at this time excuse me for stumbling over my words but i'm a writer not a broadcaster as evidenced by the amount of people that don't listen to this podcast but let's now talk to kurt miller and see what he knows here we go here is seymour first selectman kurt miller all right just say something real fast so i know i'm recording uh you're recording all right it works all right so we'll go right into it 
Good morning, Kurt Miller. Thanks for uh, taking my call with absolutely no notice. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure to speak with you. All right, so you're going to start off with a lie. All right, so let's talk about uh, on that. Uh, Just warming up for later on. Tritown Plaza. The news yes. broke in the register yesterday. It, it, it's sort of an update on a—I was looking at the archives. Uh, this, this demo work has been floating for two years, from what I see, if you search Tritown Plaza Seymour on Google News. So I'm going to take the uh, devil's advocate position, cynical position, right off, here, right off the bat. I'm going to say this is never going to happen. Prove me wrong. Well, I mean, that's certainly a reasonable thing to say based on what we've seen over the last uh, couple of years. Um, you know, part of the holdup, as we had talked about in the past, was the issue with the remediation cleanup that needed to be done on the inside of the building uh, with asbestos and things like that. There were some issues uh, getting that all taken care of. But once that was uh, finally done, uh, Mr. Spector started looking at different uh, demolition companies. Um, probably over the last six months, um, and for whatever reason, he's finally settled on a, a demolition contractor uh, who came in, met with Jim Baldwin and Paul Wetterwitz, that's our building official and our fire marshal, uh, got all of the needed information that they needed, came back with all the paperwork, and the permit was given out on a Monday night. And um, that's, I guess, with, that, I'm sorry, go ahead, I interrupted, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, no, I, I spoke with Mr. Uh, Spector yesterday. Uh, we went back and forth uh, text messages um, that he said that he was looking to have this uh, done within the next, uh, completed in the next two months, that the fencing should be going up uh, within the next day or two. Uh, they would be starting remediation or uh, demolition work, excuse me, on the inside because they have to do a lot of stuff on the inside first. Uh, and then they expect to get to the outside of the building within the next uh, two weeks or so. Yeah, and, and the big news here for anybody who doesn't believe that this is actually going to happen, we've seen some of those reactions on Facebook, is the fact that the permits were pulled. Before this, it was nev they, it was coming, it was coming, it was coming. Now he's pulled the permits. So that's the closest Tritown Plaza has ever been, at least in the last nine years, to real uh, change. Is that is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that, that is correct. And, you know, the demolition company, as I said, met with uh, Jim Baldwin and, and Paul Wetterwitz. Yep. Um, you know, and talked about timelines, what needs to be done, expectations and things like that. So, uh, you know, their indication is they're moving forward as, as quickly as they can to get this done and so they can move on to the next job. And do you, can you describe what's going to be done? Uh, it's hard for me to visualize, but I guess it's interior demo, so they're going to be knocking down walls inside the old Ames. Is that basically it? Or Yeah, I, I mean, I don't fully understand how the whole process works, uh, but from what uh, Jim Baldwin has explained to me just quickly, is there things that need to be done on the inside before they just come in and, and essentially start knocking down the outside walls? Um, some of the structure is going to remain. So there's things that need to be done to brace walls and, and things like that to make sure that they're protecting the structure that's going to stay up. Um, there's a plan that was put out about uh, well, probably about a year ago. I think we've, we've talked about that. Um, where it, it, two of the, the section down by Alberto's, uh, that's going to remain. And then a smaller section down by the movie theater is going to remain. Uh, the rest is going to be taken out, uh, so it's open space, and it's at that point we build the suit based so on uh, who comes in and 
what they're looking for. So they're gutting the interior, the middle section, the large middle section of the plaza and leaving the two end caps as is, basically, it sounds like. Yes, pretty much is, is what it's going to be. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, prep work that needs to go up to this as well. Obviously, with it being an active demolition site, uh, both Jim and, and Paul were very concerned about safety of the people still using the plaza. Uh, you know, with the movie theater with Albertos, with Dunkin' Donuts. Um, so they had a lot of requirements with regards to fencing and things like that, um, just to protect anybody who may be using the other businesses at the plaza, just to make sure they were safe while uh, the demolition was going on. And uh, what does the town want to see go there in the long run? Well, you know, that's going to you know, kind of come down to uh, Mr. Spector and what he thinks he can he can get it. It's his property, obviously, he's a businessman, so he's going to try to uh, get the best return on his investment possible. You know, for there, I think it's it's going to be an amenity type uh, type businesses, whether it be restaurants, uh, small stores, uh, things like that. I think that would be best suited for for that location. Um, you know, it's you know we're in a tough. That's a tough location, uh, even though it's right off of Route Eight, which has a lot of uh, accessibility. Uh, but if you look at, you know, close by and, you know, most retailers will draw those rings around the location, look at the number of people that are there and then also other stores and things. I um, mean, you know, just one exit down uh, in either direction, you have supermarkets, you have other, other stores, other amenities. So I think it's going to need to be something a little bit different uh, than maybe what a lot of people are talking about. Um, but you know, whatever it is, I think it'll bring some, some value to the residents of the town to see more into the Valley as a whole. And then in terms of reader reaction and people who live in the area, I, I linked to the register article this morning from Valley Indy Facebook. And it's part of that thread. I asked people, uh, I said, I'm going to interview you and what should I ask? Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Terry Byron, can we find a way to influence the corporation that owns Market 32 to build a store in that location? Is that something you could do as first selectman to put phone calls into a particular uh, business owner or or plaza owner or Market 32 owner to kind of put Seymour on their radar? Or is that the Economic Development Commission? Or I know you had an Economic uh, Development person for a while, but that's been vacant for a mm-hmm. while. What can Seymour do government-wise to attract anybody? Well, I, you know, I think the first thing that we need to do, and I think the thing that we have been doing, is providing a stable environment that are going to attract businesses to the town. You know, one of the reasons Shelton is so successful is because as a business owner, you can predict with, with a pretty good amount of certainty what's going to happen over the next five years in the city of Shelton with regards to taxes. So when you're building your financial models, you know, you can have a good understanding of, of what you're going to be looking at. Unfortunately, Seymour in the past, we have had big ups and downs and swings in our mill rate. Over the last four years, as you know, we've been able to keep taxes level and we're projecting taxes will stay level again next year. So that helps attract businesses to Seymour. And what, what we're already starting to see is we're starting to get a little bit more calls. We're seeing a lot of our existing businesses making substantial reinvestments, that being tooling and basement systems, because they're happy with the direction that Seymour is going, so they're putting more money down and, I guess, planting more of their flag in the town of Seymour. So those are the things that are going to help attract business.
Hey, this is Eugene, most likely interrupting myself to bring you a word from our sponsor, valleygivesback.org. What will you be remembered for? Name a Valley nonprofit in your estate plan and create a legacy that tells future generations what matter to you. Making a gift that costs nothing during your lifetime is easy and revocable if things change. With a planned gift, you have the power to impact the Valley forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Your action inspires others to make a difference in their own way. Remember the Valley. Ask your accountant, financial planner, or attorney about planned giving options. Plan now. Give later. Impact tomorrow. Learn more at valleygivesback.org. But again, Shelton didn't become Shelton overnight. It took Shelton, you know, 20 years to become Shelton. And I try to tell people that we are Shelton in the very early stages of their plan. So I think that's what the town needs to do to help provide that environment. That being said, I mean, I'll absolutely make calls, um, any business, I'll talk to any business owner, you know, that wants to talk about Seymour, whether it's to recruit them, whether it's to let them talk about, uh, you know, what opportunities they may have, how Seymour may fit. This is from John Zaleski on the Valley Indy Facebook page. And this is a, a theme that was raised within the thread. After the structure is raised, what aesthetic mm-hmm. will be done? Or I guess what aesthetically will be done to the property? Will we look at weeds and rubbles for and rubble for decades? Uh, well, I certainly hope not. Um, you know, we'll certainly hold them to uh, to a certain standard. And again, that's an active plaza. So I would expect that, uh, you know, Mr. Spector is not going to let the property go into decay at that level. I mean, he does, uh, other than the buildings themselves, uh, he does do a very nice job of upkeep in the plaza. You know, he's resealed, he's restriped, um, you know, they, they plow it, uh, you know, they take care of the landscaping. They, they try to keep it clean. So I would be shocked. Uh, to John's question, if it got into that state of uh, a disarray for any period of time. That's true. It's not a place where the weeds are growing through the pavement, even though there's a lack of use for a major right. portion of the shopping center. All yeah, right. he just had that parking lot resealed within the last, I want to say, three or four years. And has um, has Mr. Spector in your conversations mentioned any type of uh, store he'd like to see go there? Like, is a, is a grocery store even on his radar? Because that oh, seems yeah, to be definitely. something. I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I mean, I, I, you know, well, no, he's he's looked at a, a bunch of different, um, a bunch of different types of businesses from, you know, restaurants to retail to a brewery. Uh, we actually had uh, about two, two or three months ago, we had a very in-depth discussion. Um, he was trying to bring a brewery in and what it would take with the existing structure um, to bring that brewery in and what would need to be done and things like that. In the end, it, it just didn't work out with the brewery. Uh, but he's very actively marking it. He has a commercial realtor. Uh, I speak to her probably every every month or two. I would just kind of check in just to see what's going on, see if I can help. If she gets leads on anything, uh, you know, she generally will give me a call. So I can answer any questions, provide any assistance. So it, it's it's actively being marketed. Um, I truly think that the biggest hindrance it had was the size and the condition of the existing structures. And I would expect that now that these are going to be taken down, it's going to be more of a build suit. I think. I think it's going to. I think the the desire to put some businesses there is definitely going to pick up. 
Okay. So anything else you wanted to add about the Tritown news, Mr. Miller? No, but I mean, you know, I just, uh, again, I just want to reiterate to people when they, you know, and looking at some of the comments on social media and things like that, that, you know, this is economic development, sure. And if you look at, uh, you know, retail stores, grocery stores, things like that, sure, they bring a little bit of money of of tax revenue in. Um, You know, they provide some full-time, mostly part-time jobs. So that's, that's certainly good for the community. But the biggest thing that these types of plazas provide to residents is the amenities. And that's something that we definitely need. But, you know, in the grand scheme of economic development, the thing that really fuels the town, the thing that really drives the town are the bigger type developments, the things that Thule and basement systems are doing. So while those are not as noticeable, not as, as sexy maybe as, you know, a new grocery store, those are the things, though, that help us keep our mill rate stable. So, you know, I just want to make sure the residents understand that we need to have the balance of the two. And over the last couple of years, what we've seen is we've had that bigger economic development, the stuff that's allowed us to help keep our mill rate stable. But we haven't had as much of the amenities. So, you know, it's exciting to see that now we're going to have an opportunity, hopefully, to to bring some new amenities in for the residents to help keep them in SEMA, like a lot of them are requesting, so they don't have to go to other towns and communities. So, you know, I look forward to, uh, you know, an exciting spring and summer, and hopefully we're we're seeing some new businesses coming to try to And then you were reelected to f- the first selectman's post, what, a, a year ago? You were sworn in for your, what is it, ninth term, whatever, a, a year uh, ago? Uh, fourth, fourth term. In uh, yeah, November of 2017. So you're a, year. well, the first the first Monday in December technically is when you're sworn in. Oh, okay, gotcha. So you're up for re-election next year. Uh, I am up for re-election next year. Yes. Are you going to run again? Maybe I've asked you this before, but are you going to run for first selectman again? Uh, I'll make my final decision uh, probably right after the holidays. Um, you know, I had said in the past that. This fourth term. It's after you know, Thanksgiving. Why don't Why don't you do it now? We just passed well, the holiday. Uh, well, no, I'm looking at the, the you know the, the Christmas holiday. Um, well, how about this? The first of the year um, holiday. But you know, I said that this would be my last. Um, uh, it probably would be my last term. Um, but you know, I, I'm going to think about over the next uh, next couple of weeks. I want to look at the landscape of Seymour. Um, kind of where we stand, you know, finish up at least my budget uh, just to get an understanding of what the town's looking at. And then, um, you know, I'll make that that decision. So, All right. But, I mean, if, if you forced me to give you an answer right now, um, I would probably say that I was running. Oh, okay. There we go. Kurt Miller's for, running, for everybody. If you had a force, but, again, I'm leaving that little bit of, of wiggle room. Um because I am ex- exploring that will be edited out. opportunities. We will edit out I'm all sorry. wiggle room. The wiggle room's gone, the, sir. You'll edit out the wiggle yeah, room? Yeah, that's gone. You'll do right. some good fake newsing? Yeah, that's what we're, we're going. We need some, we need some uh, new revenue, so that's the, that's the route we're going. All right, <laughs> so you heard it here first. Uh, I want to thank you very much for, for coming on and explaining this to the people and for answering questions from our readers. And I guess Merry Christmas, because we probably will not talk uh, before the holidays uh, are upon us. So thank you very much, First Selectman. No, my, my pleasure. You guys hope you and your family have a great uh, Christmas as well. Happy holidays to everybody's out there, depending on what day, 
what they celebrate. And I look forward to having our regular monthly podcast where we can get together and talk about all things Seymour. Yeah, because I mean, I... Oh, yeah. Well, unfortunately, you know... And give you some updated stories. Your cell phone cut out at the perfect time. But I think you said, because now we won't have Tritown Plaza, lack of progress. We won't be able to bring that up, I think. But I was thinking about starting a new segment on this podcast called uh, Texts That Kurt Miller Has Not Responded To. I was just going to start reading them. Uh, there was the one I had texted you. Gordon Ramsay was at Stone's Throw. What's the... I kept hearing that. It was in the middle of the election season. Was Gordon Ramsay hanging out on Roosevelt Drive in Seymour or what? I was sworn to secrecy by the producers. Uh, Gordon Ramsay came into Seymour to Stone's Throw to film a show. So I was not allowed to say anything. But you've just confirmed that Gordon Ramsay was here. He was here, yes. And do you have I'll any... I'll talk about it now all you want. Well, do you know the name of the show or anything like that? Or uh, is it a Kitchen uh, Nightmare type show? Yeah, the Hell's Kitchen or a Kitchen Nightmare or one of the shows that he does. Um, with regards to that, so any idea when it's going to air? I didn't realize he was still on the air, but Th- that I don't know. I was unable to attend. I was out of town uh, for some family stuff, so I wasn't able to make it. But if you notice there, if you look around on social media, uh, you'll see a lot of people from Seymour actually showed up. Okay, and were there while while it was being filmed. So, but that was an intentional ignoring. Oh, that was intentional. Because the other one I had, the other one I had asked you, maybe this was intentional too. Right before the election, I asked which uh, charter questions were non-binding. I guess you you wanted to keep that secret. Oh no, I responded to that in the podcast. Oh no, it was after. I didn't want to go back and listen to the podcast. I just wanted you to tell me. I wanted you to do my job for me. So, but you ignored that. Oh, one I'm after. sorry. Oh, look, that that was not an intent. That was just a, that was just an oversight. So and, I apologize for that one. But I, I assume, being the exceptional journalist that you were, that you would have taken notes. Yeah, I want to also thank you for this heads up on uh, Tritown Plaza. That was really nice of you too. You're always you're always there for us, Kurt. What well, I announced it yesterday. Where it was one public shot. I announced it at the Board of Selectmen meeting. Oh, God, the Board of Selectmen meeting. Was that on your agenda? I'm going to bring up your agenda right now. It was during my first Selectman's comment. So it wasn't well, noted on the Wendy's. agenda. If anybody wanting to... wanting Wendy's. to, Was it noted on the agenda so people would have a chance to, to see what you're talking about? You just had to be there in person. It was part of my first Selectman's report. Okay, so it wasn't noted on your agenda. You'd have to be a mind reader. Well, no, I don't know. I don't list everything on the agenda that I'm going to speak about my first selectors report. I also talked about Wendy's coming to Seymour. I talked about uh, the timeline for Tulian Basement Systems finishing their uh, over $10 million project. So there was a few updates. It, it's a great meeting the first and third Tuesday of every month. You should probably come by and say hello. And, you know, maybe you learn something. I'll, I'll be at the next one. Oh, I, I will hold my breath. All right, sir. Thanks a lot, as always. Not a problem. You need anything else? Good call. See you. For hundreds of years, we brought you the news. For the info, we gave you the clues. Owners' profits were always sky high. market now threatens our lives. Post-literation, critical reading, dumbed-down nation, signs of inbreeding, TV sucking ideas from 
Oh, oh.